Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is April 14. Um, Today would be the day known as Monday Thursday in Holy Week. And so I just want to remind you all that um, we have a Monday Thursday service tonight at church. So please join us. Uh, Just a little background on Monday. I think Matt mentioned this not long ago, um, that Monday means commandment. And um, Monday, Thursday is celebrating the Last Supper. So when Jesus um, had the Last Supper with his disciples before going to the cross. Um, And it's celebrated during Passover, which, of course, goes back to the old Jewish celebration. Um, Again, love the parallel between the old and the new. So Passover being the time when um, God sent the plagues um, amongst the Egyptians and his deliverance of his people came with that final um, plague or plight. I don't know what you would call it, but where God told the people of Israel to kill the firstborn lamb or the spotless lamb and put the blood over their doorposts because he was going to send his angel to kill all the firstborn of anybody who did not have the blood sprinkled over their doorposts, which obviously was the Egyptians. So the people who had had the Israelites in captivity, um, obviously their firstborns were killed that night and the Israelites were spared. And so the Egyptians then said, all right, we'll let you go. This is too much for us. Your God is crazy. I'm sure is what they said. Um, get out of here. So anyway, I just like the parallel of Passover and then Jesus celebrating the Last Supper with his disciples at that time. You know, the significance of the two together. Again, old covenant, new covenant thing. Um, So anyway, I'm sure we'll hear more about that tonight at church. Please join us, uh, all that can. Um, But as we jump into Thursday on the podcast, we always mention something we're thankful for. So Erica, what is it that you are thankful for? Oh, good morning. I am thankful for my beautiful family, Tim, Devin, and Anthony. And I am also thankful that I work at Medi Lodge, being able to take care of all my senior citizens. What great joy they bring me. I am thankful that we got to celebrate a hundred years with my, my husband's grandma. And just to share that moment of a hundred years old was so beautiful to be able to have that moment with grandma. Yeah, that's a blessing for sure. Um, I love that thankfulness for that because it's a long life um, and hopefully a blessed life. And uh, I'm sure she looks at it and sees all the beauty that has been bestowed upon her over those hundred years, you know, being kids, grandkids, great grandkids, and maybe even great, great grandkids at this point. So, um, That's awesome. A long life and a blessed life. And I'm glad you got that opportunity to share that. Yes, that's what I'm thankful for, for this happy Thursday. Well, awesome. Um, So today, um, scripture lines up kind of perfectly, I think, 
with Holy Week again. So we're going to read from John 12, verses 1 through 11. And I'm going to read that today in the New Living Translation. Um, this is a story of Jesus anointing at Bethany. It says, six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who ate with them. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance. But Judas Iscariot, the disciple who would soon betray him, said, That perfume was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. When all the people heard of Jesus' arrival, they flocked to see him and also to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. Then the leading priests decided to kill Lazarus too, for it was because of him that many of the people had deserted them and believed in Jesus. So Erica, as you read this story, what was something that stood out to you? Um, what stood out to me is that it took that Jesus, Jesus had to raise a dead man for them to even get their attention. That stood out to me so much. And then the other fact that stood out to me is that when Judas was um, criticizing Martha, who bought her perfume and poured it all over Jesus's feet, to me, that is just humbling and it's beautiful that she would find a gift so worthy to, that it is so expensive and worthy and to pour on Jesus's feet. That just really stood out to me. And what I love the most about the story is in verse seven, when Jesus like stood up and said, hey, leave her alone. He's, she's just preparing it for me. Like I could see God saying that in my, like I'm trying to picture as I close my eyes and as she's pouring this beautiful perfume on his feet and washing his feet with her hair and just hearing Judas criticizing her. And um, he, he just stands up for us. And I can see our, our Jesus standing up for us all the time. And that's what he did because he, he wanted to, and that was his way to show love. And for her to use the expensive perfume on Jesus was just beautiful because she could have like Naz, like uh, Judas said he she could have sold it and made money off of it, but she decided to use her expensive perfume, as they called nard, on Jesus is what stuck out on me the most. Yeah. And so that's what stuck out to me. Yeah, those that's a lot of what I had as well. Um, just the image of Mary's devotion to Jesus, uh, the absolute love for him. You yeah. know, she's sitting at his feet. She's serving him. Um, 
And then in contrast, Judas's devotion to himself, because he's labeled as the betrayer, um, the betrayer, yeah. but then also apparently a thief. So he didn't just betray Jesus, but he was a thief yes. before that. Um, and so I think seeing those two in contrast, you know, Mary's devotion for Jesus, her love for him and her sacrifice and service towards him, Judas's devotion to himself and his plans for how he would do the money, but yeah. he really wasn't going to give it to the poor. He was going to keep it keep it for yeah. himself, or at least a good portion of it. Um, and then we see Jesus rebuking Judas yeah, and defending Mary. Yes, because of Mary's goodness. Right. I mean, he saw the love she had for him, um, and he defends her. I think um, that that's something that doesn't get lost on me, I guess. Like, I... I love how Jesus in this story stands up for her, for a woman. Like that didn't yes. happen in that day very often. No. Um, women were silenced a lot. Yes. Women um, meant nothing. They were just to look pretty. Yeah. So I just, the sheer fact that Jesus um, welcomed women into his ministry. Yeah. Um, and he defended them. You know, he always defended the lowly. The ones who are outcast, the ones who are poor, the ones who were hurting. Um, those are the people that Jesus defends. And I just love that image. Um, I have noted here, you know, that it takes six pl- takes place six days before the Passover or mm-hmm. the Last Supper, which yes. obviously today being Monday, Thursday, we celebrate that. We remember that. Um, you know, and that Jesus is acknowledging here that. Mary is doing this in preparation for his burial. So he's again, proclaiming, professing, making it known that he is going to die and going to be buried very soon as she's anointing him and preparing him for that, even though she probably doesn't realize it. You know, she's probably just in true devotion and love for Jesus in that moment and serving him probably has no idea. And that her act is actually an act of service, service and preparation for his death. Yes, because nobody they didn't realize that they were that Jesus was going to make the ultimate the ultimate sacrifice. Right, they didn't know that, and for her to even to to God wants us to serve, and for her to use her perfume and pour it on her feet. I mean, I, I, I can, I just close my eyes and I see this beautiful woman taking her perfume and using it on Jesus's feet. What a blessing that was. And a gift for her to be able to get that close to Jesus. Yeah. When, how everybody wanted him. And it says in that it, um, and nine, it says, meanwhile, crowds of Jews were, out of Jesus was there and came only because of him. They they couldn't believe that Jesus raised someone from the dead, and they had to they had to see it for themselves. So that's why large crowds came because they couldn't believe that Jesus could do this. Right, is what stuck out in me too. Yeah. So the people you know that were coming to yeah. see and. Maybe disbelieving, right? They're coming with disbelief that, like, whatever. Yeah. Jesus, how how could this man raise Lazarus from the dead? Obviously, you know, we think of sometimes our world in such a big way, right? Like, 
because we can go and travel anywhere in a very short period of time. That's not the world that these people lived in. No. So the crowds that came, they may have traveled on foot for a day. Mm-hmm. But most of these people are probably people that just lived Local, amongst the yep. community of Lazarus, right? They're like, yep. whatever, I heard that, but I'm not going to believe it until I see it. And then they come and see it. And then it says, they believed. Yes. They believed in a sense that um, it actually brought upon Lazarus death, right? Yeah. Because then the high priest, the religious people. Yeah. Wanted to kill him again. Killed him. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. So um, so it's interesting to me that, you know, the key that, like you said, Lazarus p- plays in this story. Um, again, all these things, of course, God knew and planned and prepared ahead of time. And that's how it all had to play out. Yes. Um, but how cool that is that, like, there were people who knew Lazarus. Right. And then wanted to see, like, did he really get raised from the dead? Come on now. Uh-huh. He's dead. Uh, how, how and can... then they see him. Yes. Right. And, and they, and how do flesh. you not believe? Yes. Um, but the high priest had the same knowledge, I'm sure, of who Lazarus was, that he had died and that Jesus raised him from the dead. But their response to that situation was different. Yes. Because they thought he, they were faking it, that it was just that Lazarus pretended to be dead and then God like came by and did hocus pocus, which he didn't. But for them to see God bring a dead person back to life. Right. When he was already dead for six days. Right. And they were threatened by that, right? So they were threatened by Jesus and his ability to do that. Yeah. Um, And so it's an, an interesting parallel to see those two groups acting differently. Yeah. Upon knowing the truth. Yeah. Um, and we have that in our lives today, right? Yeah. Everybody gets to choose yeah. how they respond to the truth of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. We can choose to believe it and therefore be in awe and in service to Jesus and pouring out whatever oil we have on his feet. Or we can choose to say, be gone with that. Uh-huh. You know, be gone with you, Jesus. With you, Jesus. I want nothing to do with that. Um, so we see that in this story too, the two different choices um, we have. And the the first time when I first read the story, the story of Mary and Martha came to mind where Mary's sitting at Jesus's feet, but yet Martha's getting so angry and God's like, girl, just be more like your sister. Sit here, exhort me, listen to me, appreciate me. And sometimes... I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of Mary and a little bit of Martha because I want everything to be perfect in my world, but I can't make it perfect. And sometimes we just got to take time to smell the roses and make time for God, no matter how hard it is. But when we make time for him, that life is just so much better when we listen to God or read God and love God. Yeah. Those are good words. I um, share similarly with you, the Mary Martha parts of me. Yeah. Um, but in both of these stories, right? Both yes. of those stories, yes. Mary is praised. Yes. And Martha for her devotion. Yes. To God, to Jesus. Like she could not get enough of him. Yes. And Mary, Martha was so worried and consumed about trying to make things perfect. Right. 
So. And I, there's a place for both, but I think like Jesus makes it pretty clear what honors him. Yes. And I think for us, we best listen. We yes. best listen to God's defense of those who sit at the feet of Jesus, who wipe his feet. Yes. Cause that's, and that's what he values. He wants all in or nothing <laughs> devotion, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he wants all of us, all of us. Yep. And he wants us to sit at his feet and be like children and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good words. Um, so as we go um, and wrap up today, um, I just had written down a, a reminder that Jesus will defend you when your heart is set on him. So when you choose to sit at the feet of Jesus and to just pour out your heart and your love and affection for him, he will defend you. Yes, he will. There is nothing that can come against you when you're sitting at the feet of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> so go forth with that um, today and just take time to sit at the feet of Jesus and uh, join us tonight at church as we um, carry on the tradition and the commandment to celebrate the Last Supper um, as Jesus did with his disciples. So we will be back tomorrow on Friday for our last day. Looking forward to it. Have a great day. See ya. Goodbye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.